Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, Delora, we are at the end of Black History Month, but it's okay because we Black every day of the year. How you feeling? Actually kind of excited, <laughs> excited. I'm a little geeked out because today is a leap day. I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm loving it. For all those people who today is your birthday, I'm so happy for you because this happy shit only birthday. comes around every four years. So, so Crazy. happy for you and whatever age you're claiming for this leap year. Congratulations. Because I'm three years younger than I appear given COVID. So I'm with y'all. Um, Delora, I'm a little tipsy today. I'm not going to lie. I told you this. It was a beautiful weather day here in Florida. So I was out sipping a few cocktails for happy hour but guess what we gonna bring all that energy to the pod today we're gonna have a good time how you feeling absolutely i'm doing good um a little tired but you know that's what happens when you have a full-time job (laughs) (laughs) and you know return to office is a real thing i actually saw this article i i I can't remember who it was with it might have been it might have been Forbes or something like that, but they were just talking about how this return to office is the way that employers are trying to shake people. Shake us down. Like, you either going to stay with us or not. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Well, we'll see how that goes. But in the meantime, you get to hop on this mic and talk a little ish about some <laughs> headlines and hot topics. Because that's what we do on this Thursday episode. And... Shout out to Michelle in Sacramento because we talking about some reality TV, which I know was one of her faves. Yeah. Getting into some mess. First up, Portia Williams. Okay. Real Housewives of Atlanta. If y'all are not familiar, she has filed for divorce after 15 months of marriage to Simon. I do not know how to pronounce this man's last name. Gabadia is that Gabadia? even his last name <laughs> allegedly <laughs> something yeah it's been a mess so his citizenship has come up that's been a big to do um recently she requested that he not destroy financial records and that the prenup be enforced I don't even follow Real Housewives of Atlanta anymore Delora but this shocked me because oh. Absolutely. There was so much hoopla when they got together. There was a whole thing about, oh, you're dating a man who you were friends with his ex-wife who came onto the show and all this and that. And that was messy. And then y'all had like, what, three wedding ceremonies just to pop up divorce 15 months later. What do you think happened? Even Andy don't know. What do you think happened? Oh, his legal troubles. I watched this video sis who's like i'm not a lawyer and 
all his recent court documents is not a good look. It's not a good look. So much so, it just talks about how he's been coming in and out of the country and has been deported because he oversees his visa and he's had some name switch ups. I don't, I'm not a lawyer, so I, I don't know all the ins and outs, but ultimately what Portia said was what I'm not going to do is get caught up in this hoopla. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Who the F did um, I marry part 51? Girl, because one of my favorite takeaways on social media, they were like, Oh, no wonder he's, he tries to stay married. <laughs> like, like, stay over here. This is all allegedly. I mean, I think it's convenient. And she she said, not I, not today. I am not the one. Of note, this People article that I have up currently says that a source, <laughs> in quotes, claims that the divorce is unrelated to recent allegations involving Simon's past, but rather the cause of their split is an ongoing matter. Okay. I don't always know what to make of these sources, but I will say this. Um, Portia is coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. So let the cameras capture all the tea and they may have a return viewer because they said they're not know. gonna have it they're not gonna have this in the season she's at least gonna have to mention it talk about somebody's gonna ask some there's uh, i we there's no way we can get a full season of her housewives of atlanta she's a main cast member again yeah and it's not mentioned it's not broached I just can't imagine that. So I just need some additional info. Cause again, I'm only seeing this on the blogs and on the social media posts. And I was shocked and confused citizenship status and all that. I've heard some of the rumblings, but I was hella confused. So I just need confirmation. I want to know if this was the real reason. Cause I don't know how some of that wasn't discussed prior to saying I do. Girl, but apparently people, some people don't talk about ish before they get married. People don't be having conversations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what people the deal be, is. People be having whole other families. I, I want to go back to where people are taking blood tests. People are taking <laughs> gen genetic tests to make sure we ain't related. You know what I mean? Like, take me back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wild world. Well, I love Portia. Like, I've always enjoyed Portia. So wishing her the very best with everything Absolutely. that's going on. Hopefully this too shall pass and she'll be able to move on i'm still curious to know who cynthia's out here boot up with because cynthia last i heard was divorced and then yes, i heard she posted her grand wedding yeah i heard she posted looking like she's had another wedding secretly or something so they are really setting the stage if this is all a pr stunt they're doing fabulously because i'm hooked <laughs> again but no candy how what is Housewives Without Candy? Like, it's been a minute. Like, I don't know. I mean, Candy was always kind of the more, most even keeled of everybody. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think you may, I need that balance. But again, it's been years since I've been a faithful watcher of Housewives of Atlanta. So I don't even know what the dynamic is like these days. But trust and believe, I'm at least be tuning into those first couple of episodes of the next season. So good job. All right, let's move on to more reality TV-ish. Love is Blind, Delora. I only watched season one. What's up, Lauren and Cameron? Love y'all. 
Absolutely. I did not even watch season two. I think we're on season, what, five? Four six? or five at the six. Oh, my God. And these headlines are trying to reel me back in as well because Easy. I don't even know these people. But the Easy. line from the lady talking about some, you are going to need an EpiPen when you see what you have missed out on. You are going to choke, okay, to the, the Megan Fox of Megan the, Fox non like freaking like Meg the Fox. I mean, it's hilarious, Ashley. To these men out here, one who's previous mother-in-law almost mother-in-law apparently spilled the tea that he was engaged to a whole other woman with a child before he with came on the show a child so the mess they get to you since so i don't even have to watch the episode social media keeps me actively up and engaged on what is happening to the man who shared his location but was still out till 5 a.m i think i was saying man jeremy isn't it <laughs> 5 a.m with the woman that he did not choose in the pods while he's whole engaged to somebody else. I mean, the shenanigans. You know, uh, my best friend, Leah, she has been on me to watch the season. And I started, I am not deep enough in it to, you know, know all the happenings right now, but it's in it's insane. And it's to the point where it's like, what are we doing the show for anymore? Because people don't. <laughs> believe love is blind they don't and they're participating on the show i it doesn't have that purity that it had yeah, for season one because season exactly. one was so good it was fantastic and in addition to that you know what are what are people's intentions at the end of the day like i, I feel like do people just not know what they want or it's turned into like bachelor in paradise type vibes to me where yes People yes. are definitely clout chasing, looking to use the opportunity probably to springboard into other opportunities. Not that obviously that could not have happened some in season one because people still knew they were going to be on television, right? People yes. still knew. But I think there was a purity and honesty to those interactions. Then again, I've only watched season one, so I'm speaking from a very limited perspective. I will say this, Netflix, y'all on my ass this season because never have I been so tempted to go back into them damn pods as I am right now. I'm tempted and to watch the show. I'm very tempted to. I think I might might make it happen. Because I want to see the reunion. Like, I think the reunion is going to be crazy. That is what I am saying. Uh, and that's why my girlfriend, that's why I brought her up. She was like, you know, we also need like a special conversation for Black girls because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I've heard about AD. Yes. Yes. I don't know, Ashley. Are, are we are we committing to this or what? I think you might be, bro. Because I'm telling you what, <laughs> like I feel like the reunion is going to be fire. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. So we may have to watch that and bring it back to the pod. I said to the pods, to the pod, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay, wrapping up our reality TV segment. Uh, Kristen Cavallari, who. Let me be honest with y'all. I've been rocking with Kristen for a very long time. The OC. The OC, baby. The OG of the OC. Original crew. My favorite of the original crew did not take Reality no ish. television, yes. I, you know, it was our first look into privilege, real life privilege, white children. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we had, I think because of that, we got Gossip Girl. You know what I mean? Like- 
the OC hurt LC's rivalry over freaking Steven legendary. And they made LC seem so pitiful on the show yes. to me that I think that yes. made me team Kristen even more the way it oh, was portrayed. Was it? I've it did for me. Been more LC. And then oh. I was so happy when LC got her spinoff. That's when I started messing with LC. Once we moved into the heels. And Elsie got her Lauren Conrad guys. If you don't know who Elsie is, we are talking got... about some some old school <laughs> yes. that baby yes. Gen Zers may not even know what we're talking yes. about. She got her own platform to be the main character, right? Main character energy. I was able to understand her better because on the heels or Laguna Beach, rather. Um, nah, I was like, how you just gonna let Steven do you like this? Like, Kristen was playing him, he's playing you. Um, you left out, he you left out a, to the side. I mean, he, I mean, he was a teenage boy, he did whatever he wanted to do, he sure did. And you know, Lauren left Paris for a man, Kristen would never, would never, okay, would never. And then we found out it was all fake. Yes, so much of it, right? The producers were in everybody's ears. They were manufacturing drama. Especially in the Hills. I, I don't know. I yeah. believe Hills was more manufactured than Laguna well, Beach. It was, because even Lauren supposedly having, not Lauren, even Kristen supposedly having a relationship with Brody Jenner was completely fabricated yeah. for the sake yeah. of the show. But I even was watching Kristen's spinoff with Very Cavallari, which was her and Jay Cutler and their family. Yeah. So I was I even invested that. in that. And so- yep. I knew that they had had their issues. They got a divorce. Kristen's been on the dating scene. And the latest headlines from Kristen is she didn't got a new boyfriend. Okay. She didn't hard launched a 24 year old girl girl. (laughs) on her Instagram. Now I'm not going to hold you. He is a former football player. He is. He's a cutie girl nobody's upset at her (laughs) besides his mama of course but (laughs) We are in her age group. Yes, this woman has three. She has three children. Yes, she has already done. I married for love and for the fame quarterback. You're either going to go for the hot young thing with matching libidos, or you're going to go for even more money. And we see what options she's going for. So. I definitely ain't mad at you, boo. I said, don't hold me back when I choose to become a cougar someday because <laughs> let me live my best life. Kristen was married. She had three babies. She said, I am in an era. Women hit their sexual peak in their 40s. Um, Kristen, do your thing. <laughs> okay? Do your thing. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And like I said, he is a QT. So if nothing else, let's ride this ish to the wheels fall off. I'm going to let it go. Well, just I hope they don't end up like a Sophia and a Joe where it's like, I'm not having no more babies. I don't, I don't think we're taking this seriously. I'm going to speak on behalf I of me and Kristen. Agree. But I'm also just looking at it at all angles because knowing him, 24, he's probably in love. Okay, he probably is. She's a beautiful woman. She's yes. a beautiful, beautiful woman. So do yep. your thing, Kristen. So many people in the comments were like, so people want to talk about the age difference. We're going to talk about the fact that Tom Cruise, who's 60, is with a 34-year-old woman. We don't want to talk about the fact that, I mean, obviously everybody talks about the, the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't date past 25. But- you see my point. 
Many men have done this. Many men will continue to do this. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are both having babies in their 80s. Girl. Okay. So let this woman live. Do your thing, Chris. And I'm here for it. Let's move on. Don Lemon has been getting some hey daddies. Hey, big head. Hey, all the things. Because he is raking in 24 point. Five million dollars from CNN after that payout. I was literally telling one of my friends, I said, being in front of the camera is where it's at. Comes with a lot, but that's where the ka-ching is. He had already secured his other job, which we talked about, right? Yep. He started a new company. He's going to be working with Elon Musk, which I'm not a fan of, but obviously he's going to be getting his, his checks. $24.5 million to separate officially from CNN. What did you think about this headline? Like the great philosopher, sweetie, once said, <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw that. I was like, yo, absolutely. Absolutely. Get your check, sir. Get your coins. Because the way they did him was so dirty absolutely get them coins i do want to say that in a people article they're saying that representatives had no comment um and a cnn representative said while we never comment on specifics of any employee contract this story is incorrect so whether he got 24 24.5 a little more or a little less one can say he's gonna be all right he's gonna be all right <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> i'm happy for you don Live your best life. Hopefully this helps as a barometer for what other folks should be putting into their contracts. It's like the equivalent of Mariah having her ex-fiance pay for time loss. Woof. <laughs> you remember that? I do. The billionaire. Yep. All right. Let's move on to our last headline. Gabourey Sidibe. Gabby Sidibe is preggers with twins with her husband, Brandon Frankel. The headline is double the fun. We thought it was time to give our cat some responsibility. So we're giving them each a baby to take care of. The Oscar nominee 39 is pregnant. She revealed this news this week. She shared a series of photos cradling her baby bump. This is so sweet. We were just talking about Precious because yes, we, were. we did our recap of the color purple. We talked about some of the heinous things that happened in that film. So it's almost like one can forget that Gabrielle Sidibe is out here living her best life outside of that role. And I love to see it. I love to see it too. Her and her husband seem like a fun couple. They're always doing fun things together and taking pictures. He literally has her a replica of her ear around his neck <laughs> like oh that's he loves deep. he loves his wife he thinks that she has cute ears apparently this is on her instagram and he got a a image of it around his neck and a, and her name tattooed on his thigh so y'all be happy and multiply <laughs> <laughs> is it love if you don't put my ear around your neck i guess is the new standard <laughs> i'm looking at david like do you think my ears are cute? Like, <laughs> I need to know these things. <laughs> At least tattoo your, my name on your thigh, okay? Bare minimum. We've been down in this thing for too long. Easy work. 
That's hilarious. <laughs> Congratulations to these to these guys. I'm super happy to see it. Um, love Gabby Sidibay. Blessing always to be able to bring new life into the world. Beautiful. Congratulations. All right, let's move into our hot topics. We have the Sags and Wendy Williams to talk about today. So again, award season, here we go. We're going to be doing next week, Delora, we're going to be doing our Oscar nom votes in advance of the award show. Is that next week we're going to do that? Uh, We can. Predictions. Predictions, and then I'm excited because post we're gonna have someone special to talk about fashion. So really excited! Absolutely. But in the meantime, we had the Screen Actors Guild Awards that happened, and it was streamed on Netflix, which uh, was interesting. Very. I was like, well, this is a move. You know what I mean? The war for eyeballs continues, basically. Yes. Taking away from that network television. Yes, they are. Did you watch the actual ceremony? I did not. I watched all the highlights, though. I did not watch either. And basically, it's a rebroadcast of the Golden Globes. I mean, it's pretty Easy. much an exact replica of all the same winners, right? There were a few surprises, uh, happy surprises. Um, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's... I'm speaking specifically with Pedro and our sis, who is Diana uh, Elizabeth winning for best female in a drama series. Because this, you know, in some ways, these categories reminded me more of like the Golden Globes on how they do like TV and movies, comedy and drama. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. but it, and again, that's why I said it's basically a replica because Elizabeth won at the Golden Globes. Pedro, I think, he won didn't. or mm-hmm. Kieran won. Uh, for the Golden Globes, it was um, Matthew. Kieran. Okay, it was Secession. I'm sorry to get them confused. Kieran and Matthew won, but I don't remember which was best male versus best male supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean. The consensus, I feel like overall has been the standouts of the bear, the standouts of beef, the standouts of Oppenheimer. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of been a general consensus. So I feel like I have a good yeah. grasp on where we're yeah. going as we're moving into the Oscars to wrap up award season. It is kind of a race, though, to see who's going to win Best Actress between Lily and Emma, though. So that should be interesting. But Emma looked yeah. genuinely happy for Lily. I'm sure she was, but I'm still probably going to have to give it to Emma. Uh, oh, Poor like. Things is coming to Hulu. Oh, boy. Okay. Guess that'll be on the recap list. Yep. Something we'll consider for sure. But congratulations to all the winners. I'm looking at Entertainment Weekly, who has the full list. You mentioned some standouts for you, but did you have any standouts for the fashion? For fashion. Okay, so some of my favorite looks of the night. Ariana Greenbelt in Vera Wang. She's the daughter from Barbie. She looked gorgeous. It was like a like deep red dress. But like the bus and then the overall big skirt was gorgeous. Uh, Nicole Bahari and Greta Constantine. I love the bright reds and pinks that was going on. I, I'm a sucker for a vibrant color. 
Miss Shirley Ralph looked phenomenal. I was like, yes, ma'am. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this designer. Wad Elkoli. I, I apologize. I don't, I'm not familiar with that particular designer. And then I also enjoyed Haley Bailey and mm-hmm. Dolce and Gabbana for color purple. She looked gorgeous. And then these are honorable mentions. Brie Larson looked amazing in Versace because shout out to those abs. <laughs> those yes. abs are abbing. And that yes. color was phenomenal on her. And then I think the last person I like to highlight and as an honorable mention is Sierra. She out here just had a baby in his latex. I'm like, sis. Sarah. Did you see the and video then, of Pedro Pascal yes! when he was looking at her? Yes, 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 yes. I said, y'all I really trying it. to make me fall in love with Pedro Pascal. Like, I know. Oh, he is daddy. You know that, oh right? Like, he ain't my daddy because. No, he's not mine either, but the internet loves him. He's a zaddy. I know. And I say that just because I feel like. I'm not I'm not young enough for him to be my zaddy like oh he's, no he's like my older cousin he's no. boo-boo he's he's boo-boo for me <laughs> yeah he's, he's, even, he's still a little too he's young a, he's older than our older cousins too but he's not old enough to be an uncle so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I just say all this to say he we still a little too close for him to be zaddy close. but I am um, Fallen for Pedro Pascal. It's the looks. It's that, and also let me say this: I've been watching The Mandalorian because I now have Disney Plus through. Oh, that's another thing. I was like, oh, you don't even have to take off this helmet. You know what I'm saying? Swaggy, swaggy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I might have to watch. You know me. He will forever and always be Odu from Game of Thrones. So. Well, he said if it was not for Game of Thrones, he would not have had The Mandalorian. He would have not had The Last of Us. Like, he really yep. says Game of Thrones put him on. And he was beautiful. Yes! Beautiful in Game of Thrones. Master of Poison. Like, I couldn't even watch the scene where he gets got yeah, because it was got, devastating. It was <laughs> you know? rough. Yeah. Actually, rough. Okay. I had to turn my head. How dare y'all? Great list, Laura. I agree. Brie, Brie Larson, bro, shut it down, girl. Shut yes. it down. Shut yes. it down. Um, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan looks so elegante and so beautiful. She looked like a statue in Armani Privé. Um, Issa, mm-hmm. hair, hair. Yes, loved it. Hair. Looked full and vibrant. Loved I saw it. her on Instagram and again... One of those moments where I had to shut my eyes and turn my head. I said, Issa, you did that. Mm-hmm. You looking good. Halle Bailey, absolutely. And then my last one is Taraji. Taraji with the bob, Taraji in the black. Taraji just rarely yes. misses for me. Yeah. So those are my top, top, top tier on the fashion. This was definitely to our point about the British Awards. Much more exciting yeah. carpet. Oh, yes. And the Big Daddy's coming. So I'm looking forward to it. The Big Daddy is coming. The Night of Nights. The Statue of Statues. So more to come when we do our Oscars predictions next week, guys. Have your ballots ready. 
to vote with us because we would love to hear your feedback on who you think is taking home these trophies. All right. Delora, let's move into our final hot topic of the day. Wendy Williams. Mm. Um, How you doing? Wendy Williams has been all over for the last week plus because we heard that unfortunately she was officially diagnosed as having primary progressive aphasia and frontal temporal dementia, which impacts her language, communication behavior, cognitive function, similar diagnosis to Bruce Willis. Yep. And what we know he suffered with. Apparently, um, they're saying that Wendy's is alcohol induced, yep. which is unfortunate because we've known she's battled alcoholism and addiction it's, over the years. Yep. And there has been a documentary that came out on Lifetime, two part, four hour documentary that aired. And there's been a lot of chatter about that because I think some people feel it was unethical. And mm. not right for the producers to have filmed her in the state that she was in and the decline that she's been in and to still air it. Um, the producers have spoken out about it and said, honestly, had they known in advance how bad it was, they would not have. But also they felt like them coming gave her a reason to get up in the morning. Them coming provided a level of safety that she had not, would not have had otherwise. They were concerned with leaving her and things along those lines. And they were still very confused as to this whole guardianship situation that she finds herself in because the guardian refused to speak to them. So I have to be fully transparent on the mic and say that I have not over the years been a Wendy Williams fan in terms of her show and in terms of her career, because I never enjoyed the particular brand of entertainment that she created. But I also always respected the fact that Wendy did something that no one else did as successfully as she did. Right. And the fact that she gave the people what they wanted, which was entertainment. It was really heartbreaking to hear about this diagnosis and to hear that someone who was so sharp, so witty, so funny and used their mind would be right. suffering in this way and just Absolutely. the decline of any human being. Right. So yeah. you've yeah. been a Wendy Williams fan over the years. You you've watched over her show. Years. What yeah. were your thoughts when you heard this? It was heartbreaking, but you knew something was up towards the end of her time at the Wendy Williams show. Right. And obviously those were other health issues, but to know that her health issues hadn't gotten better, that they've actually gotten worse to where she needs someone to take care of her. It was just a couple of years ago when she had a documentary that she produced and a, um, and a lifetime movie of her life that she produced. And so to fast forward and get to this point is just really heartbreaking. Uh, in terms of my fandom, when it came to Wendy Williams, I mean, don't get me wrong. She was not perfect. Okay. And the way that she would go in on certain people, I did not agree with, but I think she was one of the few people who were, who was able to quote unquote, tell it like it is and give some, you know, sound advice every once in a while. And it, it, no one was doing it like she was doing it, Ashley, by herself, just her and the audience every day, five days a week. That's talent. Mm -hmm. And to even make that transition from radio to television, that's not an easy, that's not an easy path. And so I respect Wendy and her journey 
but to see her in this state and the documentary it feels exploit it, it feels exploitative Ashley and that's what concerns me and it's like we've already heard conversations about who's handling her money post her divorce and everything like that and it just makes me feel like if the people around her are they money hungry enablers I mean, that is a question that I have. Like, are you drawing attention because you know you get a check because you're living you're living off of her and her fame when she's essentially incapacitated? Like, she it was not good. It was not good. And having had someone in my family suffer from dementia, I was heartbroken because she's dealing with it at a relatively young age, you know? Yeah. In addition to... All the other things that she's been dealing with i don't know it's 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 rough this is rough yeah it's it's really 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 sad and i just still have i think a lot of questions like i haven't why i didn't watch the documentary or anything but about this whole guardianship situation again we've talked about this so much now with britney spears with the rules and regulations around guardianship i'm really unclear about how it could be possible that there would be a court ordered guardian who's not family who's not known to have some already close association with her and will be able to right. run her life and her finances in this way. Like I'm just really unclear about the realities of this situation. Obviously it's not my actual business, but I I would just be curious to know more about the circumstances because I think her niece or somebody was on the view this past week. I know her son, I think was one of the executive producers of this documentary. So I just, I'm, I'm just curious because even with dementia, I know they say that it's good to have family and friends around, right? To help that person, um, to ha- yes. help them stay within, you know, certain memories, at least for a little bit longer, to extend their general just well-being, all these things. So to move her away from her family, and it just seems like there's a lot that's going on with this. And I mean, I don't know what to hope or wish for with her other than just sending thoughts and prayers for the situation and for her family and loved ones to hopefully figure it out and do what is in her best interest. But it's definitely hard to be a bystander and and watch and have to hear about because it's, I mean, it's, it's tragic for somebody to go through things like this for sure. Yeah. So we'll have to, I guess, just sit back and and watch and see how this continues to unfold. And um, if we get any more information, obviously, we'll share it and bring it back to the mic. But I just wanted to um, chat about that for just a little minute. So that is it, Delora. That is all that we have for this week for Headlines and Hot Topics. What are we recapping for the people next week? Ashley, we are recapping Netflix number one movie, Tyler Perry's. Mia Coppola. Kelly Rowland. Period. I told y'all I was going to run like this. You know I love that song. Ladies. Keep up. Do you not know her song? I know the song. I didn't know where you were going with it. But no. I know the song. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to ruin the vibe. Your vibe you were going for. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, and to give our rankings, I know you want to do rankings in terms of Tyler Perry's breadth of work. <laughs> yes. So that, we'll talk about that, that as now well. spans two decades. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of, <laughs> Tyler Perry has put a halt on the extension of his yep. studios because of what he's learning and heard about AI technology. And I'm like, oh gosh, 
We'll have to talk about that more on the mic coming soon. AI in his hands. No more need. No budget. No dollars. <laughs> right. Zero. Who needs I, writers? I don't need y'all. I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. So we'll have to speak a little bit more to that um, in the future. But excited to talk about this film. If you've not seen it, it is available on Netflix for you to stream. Looking forward to it, Delora. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us for another episode. Please share it with your friends, family, loved ones, everyone. Give us a rating or a review. Leave us some comments. We'll see you guys next time. But in the meantime, be blessed. Bye.